Hello, this is Elizabeth Mower, president of BEI. And I'm John Brown, the founder of BEI. Each episode, we take you into the world of exit planning, sharing the stories, struggles, and opportunities of business owners and their advisors. As an advisor, you have the technical skills to assist business owners in exit planning. However, few advisors know how to package the process and use it to drive the demand for their service. Learn how when you attend an upcoming bootcamp workshop. Visit exitplanning.com forward slash bootcamp to see the latest schedule and to register. That's exitplanning.com forward slash bootcamp. Don't miss the opportunity to take advantage of all exit planning can offer and to set yourself apart from the competition. Welcome back, everyone. I'm here with a very special guest today. It's exciting to have our CEO, Jared Johnson, here with us to talk about all the things that are going on in the business advisory space. Jared, thank you for making time for us. Hey, Elizabeth, thanks. I've I've uh, enjoyed listening to you and John and have been envious and I'm excited to be able to join you today. Well, I appreciate that. And I thought that we could maybe turn things around. So John sure. and I like to talk about client scenarios and business owners who've gotten themselves into nine kinds of difficulties and how we might extract them from those difficulties. Uh, or how sometimes their advisors caused the problems in the first place. Yep. But what we sometimes do is turn around and sort of maybe go look in the mirror and talk about what is happening with professional advisors, with business advisors of all kinds in particular. And so that's why I invited you here, because you're really spending the most time of all of us talking with advisors, firms, uh, professional sort of professional firms and professional services leaders and people like that. So they're the ones who are out there sort of doing the work, getting things done, helping clients and and building these sort of multifaceted practices that are really kind of the trend in the business planning space. The, yeah. the narrow specialist is not is not doing is not we're not seeing those people as much anymore. So I thought I'd come in and find out maybe uh, what is happening with those. We've There's been a lot of change in the last year to two years. Some of it has been environmental, economic, systemic, geographic, physical, just and technology advances and things like that. So all these changes in the marketplace have occurred. And I hear a little bit from the advisors that I talk to, and you hear a lot more. So let me maybe start off with an easy question, which is, you know, what kinds of business advisors are you even talking to right now? And what and what are they, what kind of work are they trying to do? Yeah, great question. And, and it's been a lot of fun um, as the world's kind of returning back to normal to, to start having more and more of these conversations. I think over the last year, We've heard a lot of how do I just keep the ball moving conversations and, you know, certainly advisors who are in a kind of knee to knee face to face across the conference room table um, business. Last year, they were talking about how do I how do I build relationships virtually and how do I have these conversations um, while I'm in my living room and my kids are running around? Um, I think it's been exciting over the last quarter and a half to two quarters um, to see advisors starting to come back to life. And even though many of them last year said, hey, we're having the best year ever, I think 
primarily because folks were really taking a hard look at their business, um, they're really starting to capitalize on uh, the changes that we've seen from last year. So did more directly answer your question, what types of advisors are we seeing? The fun thing is, and I mentioned it being fun, is, is we really are seeing the lone wolf shop, single person financial planner kind of hanging their shingle out doing work to large companies um, nationwide and, and some global uh, organizations who are reaching out saying, gosh, we, we've seen a lot of change in the last year and we wanna be the first people that our clients think about. Um, and, and kind of everything in between, right? So Lone Wolf, global organizations to, I just talked with um, a 250 person CPA firm uh, and what they're trying to do is uh, really roll from kind of a tax shop and, and being real transactional where they've been very, very successful into having a more long-term uh, consultative approach with their clients. Okay, so I, that's in line with, with, I think, the kinds of uh, conversations I'm hearing about, but you're in the room, I think, more often, and and I'll ask you whether you're hearing this or not. It's sure. a little bit of conversation that I'm having with people, and these advisors who I agree say they had the best year ever in 2020, trying to understand what that is. I see a lot of activity and a lot of people doing lots of different kinds of things, and I also kind of see that it creates a lot of noise sort of in people's practices. Maybe I should do this, maybe I should do that. They have lots of different ways that they could execute a professional services practice or firm or group within a larger organization. And there's many, many choices and they're really having to now say, okay, let's just choose, let's just decide, let's yeah. maybe narrow things down. So I'm seeing a little bit of that, people saying I have so many things I could be doing and maybe they've tested the waters and what are they? What are advisors, single advisors and also larger groups of firms deciding is the most important to them? This Is it this like I wanna be the only trusted advisor and how are they doing that? What are they narrowing it down to? Yeah, uh, great question. And, and, you know, from the moment I started at BEI eight years ago to even now, and, and I think you're absolutely right, it's, it's more exacerbated now than ever, there's this noise in the marketplace. And because we happen to work with very successful advisors, I mean, folks don't come to BEI when they're just getting started and they're, and they're um, you know, we're kind of bootstrapping a business together or, or a firm or, or kind of a practice, they've been involved with working with business owners for a while. And so when they start thinking about exit planning or adding additional services, like, oh, well, we could go do this and maybe I'm gonna pivot completely from my service offering or I'm gonna try to be completely different than I was a year ago. And I think one of the challenges and, and, and what we've seen is it doesn't matter if you're a, a one-person shop to a you know, 100,000 employee global firm, when you try to pivot substantially from what has made you successful, that's a really hard way to grow your success. So one of the things that we focus on uh, and that our coaches are talking about and that our teams work with is how do we integrate something new into what's already made you very successful? So, you know, what are they narrowing it down to? 
I look at it as let's focus on what's made you successful and how do we make a one degree or a two degree shift where we can add more value to a client by having a different approach or, or expanding the conversation just a little bit, right? And so we hear about this all the time. You know, we can try to turn 180 degrees, but that's gonna shift, like you're, you're gonna get away from what's made you successful. Mm. But a one degree shift a little bit at a time is going to completely change the course of your practice over a period of months and years. And so what folks are really narrowing it down to is, you know, whether it's I'm going to uh, focus on, you know, I'm going to differentiate or I'm going to, you know, make big changes or I want to be the trusted advisor. Really what it is is we're trying to get them to focus on what has made you really successful to this point, and let's add one new thing. Let's add a question that you can ask differently at the table. Let's, um, and, and certainly the advisors who work with us, it's more focused on future planning of the business. So, you know, we wouldn't ask questions like, you know, what's your supply chain look like, unless, you know, we're not, that tactical it's more about what do you want your business to look like in the future so we're doing your financial plan we're preparing your business audit we are you know implementing estate planning uh, recommendations why are we doing that mm-hmm. um, and what's the end goal for you so that we can then say all right let's tie that into what we're really good at um, and expand the conversation just a little bit at a time Okay, that's fair enough. And, and maybe maybe sort of a follow up to that would be, I understand how, uh, you know, larger firms maybe have more diverse departments and things like that. They maybe have diverse expertise within the firm and they can sort of be this sort of menu of services to a business client. And, you know, in this podcast, we have both business owners listening and professional advisors listening. So this is really for both of those kinds of segments of our audience. So bigger firms of business owner may decide that's what they want to go to. Okay, I want to go work with some place that has lots of different kinds of expertise. And that's something that maybe we're more familiar with. But what are we seeing now if I'm a small if I'm a small shop advisor or if I'm a business owner who doesn't want to be a client of a large organization, how does a small group or a, even a single advisor be that trusted source for all things when we know they're not an expert? What are they doing or how do they present themselves to the world so that they can be the most trusted advisor, they can be the first call, but they also aren't trying to make themselves an expert in stuff that they don't know about. That's, I think, would be important, right? Yeah, no, it's it's one of the things that we talk a lot about in our educational courses, as well as when our coaches are working with an individual advisor discipline who, you know, they're not a part of a large organization that has a legal team and an insurance team and a financial planning or a tax group, right? Um, What a lot of these advisors are doing is presenting themselves as the person who can connect the dots, right? And can say, hey, I'm going to handle the things that I'm really good at, but I've spent uh, time building a network or I'm a part of an organization like BEI who has hundreds of firms around the country who all speak the same language, right? I think a lot of times 
we have advisors who are really driving the exit planning process and they bring in somebody who's outside their discipline and because they don't speak exit planning per se, um, there's some challenges there. So the fun thing about the folks who work with us is they can say, hey, I have, you know, if I'm a CPA and I don't have, uh, you know, I'm, a, I'm an individual CPA, I don't have the legal relationships or the financial planning relationships, they can say with confidence, hey, I have firms that support me in these objectives so that when we start building out your plan, I'm going to have enough financial information, I'm going to have enough legal information to say, here are some things that we need to talk to a qualified advisor, whether it's in the legal space or tax space or insurance space, that they can drive it. So what we're looking at, at least the, the clients who work with BEI have the tools to identify opportunities outside of their own discipline and then have the resources to really say, okay, I need a tax person uh, or I need a financial person. I'm going to pull them in. Um, and the folks who are really successful have started building study groups, whether locally or even regionally and sometimes nationally of folks who are in the different disciplines so that they can, at the drop of a dime or a quick phone call, pull somebody in pretty quickly. I think that, I think those are really good points. And it kind of rings true because I know that both you and I have occasion just from time to time, just in different places where we find ourselves to talk directly with business owners. And then we're also obviously connected to this giant community of advisors. And the things that we've been able to do well, even I know that because we, we talk about them, you know, when we're in a conversation with a business owner, even you and I, when we're not doing any planning for them, are able to ask those interesting questions and be a good listener and understand what they're talking about. And we're familiar with lots of different kinds of business issues and challenges and opportunities. So we have we, we have an awareness and an understanding. And then people rely on me, I'll just speak for myself, to say, well, you know, you've done a lot of planning, you know about all these things, can you help me solve my problem? And I think, I'll talk to you, and I'll understand your situation, and I'll learn something from it, and I might be able to share something with you, and then I'm going to turn and I'm going to plug you into this, yeah. these these other resources that I have, and then I get to be the hero of that story because I get to seem like a genius when I connect a business owner with a resource that I know is trusted and a real expert. And that is really fun. So I get to both be the person that knows things and understands them. And I also get to be the conduit through which they get to get access to these other resources. And that kind of nice balance, I think, for advisors is going to be the way we're going to do it going forward. I think that's the future of professional services is these tight, sort of really valuable client relationships and these resources kind of behind the scenes that are that are available and that I can connect you with. Do you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think about it, it's interesting, for some reason in the professional services world, we wanna do our discipline really, really well and kind of hold those relationships close. What we're seeing, it's especially in the planning space, Right, the folks who are most successful operate it really like a business. So, you know, I think about BEI. I don't 
get on sales calls. It, you know, uh, you aren't building software. Uh, I don't do the marketing. We have teams and we have folks who are really good at that stuff. Our job is to understand what the business needs, understand how we can accomplish those goals, and then task the right people to do the things that need to get done. And in planning, you hit the nail on the head, right? Our job is to, or the advisor's job is to really listen, understand what's needed, and do the things that they do, right? Our job is to manage people and make sure the right resources are in the right place. But then also, when it's not the things that we do well, we assign the right person within the organization to do that. And, mm -hmm. and when planners uh, and advisors can start saying, yeah, I, I'm not the tax person. I have a really good person that I can put you in touch with who knows your resource uh, or your need mm -hmm. um, and understands that concept really well. And I'll stay involved until it's done. Absolutely. Right. I'm going to stay. I'm, they're I'm, they're going to be a part of my team. They're going to be a part of our team. Mm -hmm. um, then it's it's it works so much better. Okay. Well, this is all extremely helpful because I'm you know I there really a day does not go by that I'm not on a call or in a meeting with one or more advisors who are who are kind of navigating the new world and finding their own way. And some of them are struggling a little bit and lots of them are, are incredibly successful. And what I like about this opportunity that you and I should do this pretty regularly is just come back in and say, share what we're seeing that's, that is different and interesting and the trends. Because what I also notice is that a lot of professionals are kind of in their professional space. They don't get as much access to what's going on in the broader kind of advisory business, consulting, uh, strategic planning kind of disciplines. And so if we can give everyone who listens here some access to what's happening elsewhere, and if we can give business owners some understanding of what the landscape is so that they can make the choices that are best for them, then I think maybe we've done a good job and that's ultimately why we plan. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Join us for our next episode. For more content like this, please visit exitplanning.com.